A quote by Naomi Campbell says, I like to control everything and you cannot control everything. You have to at some point say, I let go and I'm going to let the cards fall where they fall. For a control freak, it's hard. Well, I relate to that because I am a recovering control freak. Hi, this is Beth Jones, international speaker and Amazon bestseller author. I want to welcome you to my podcast today, and it is called What is Ahead? Right now, we are just coming out of the coronavirus where the curve is flattening across the states and across the world. And some of the states in the United States are beginning to reopen. Some are reopening in stages. Some different types of businesses are beginning to open, like restaurants and hair salons, nail salons, things like that. And, you know, we don't know what's going to happen. There's still a lot of cases out there, a lot of deaths, but it is looking a lot more positive now. People are beginning to come out of their homes. I know that this month, May, in May 2020, Missouri has begun to reopen in stages. And for the first time in over a month and a half, I was able to see my children and my grandchildren. I was able to see them and hug them, and it just made me so happy. I was able to go to lunch with my daughter, Leah, when it began to open. And I was able to go over to my daughter Heather's house and see her and her kids for my granddaughter Violet's 14th birthday. And it just filled me with joy. It was so hard for me. That was the hardest part of the shelter in place is when I was not able to see my kids. It just made me very anxious and actually very depressed. They are now having talk of vaccines for the coronavirus. And there's a lot of talk about this. Me and my friend Dana Akari have been talking about this lately. If you will watch videos on YouTube, it shares about Bill Gates' talk on the TED Talk, where he's speaking about depopulating the earth and vaccines. And there's also been some talk out there on YouTube and other places about the vaccine being enforced where people won't have a choice whether to take it or not. The vaccine could possibly have toxins in it. And there's other talk also about it possibly being linked to the mark of the beast. Uh, skin tattoos or identifiers and tracers, nanotechnology, fear of government tracking, and etc. Now, some of this stuff out there are conspiracy theories, and I feel like we need to use a lot of wisdom and need to have sharp discernment about what is true and what is not true. My husband, Ray, and I personally have the belief that the mainstream media, a lot of it is hype. I believe the mainstream media uses a lot of fear and panic to get more news, to get people to read their news and listen to their news. I personally feel like a lot of the numbers for coronavirus, the COVID-19, have been hyped. Um, I have heard from medical personnel that some of the people that are actually dying in the hospitals, some of them were winning for things like strokes or heart attacks, and then they would wind up, the doctors would wind up putting 
coronavirus on the death certificate, COVID-19 on their death certificate. And it was not true. It was to boost the numbers. Why they would do this, I don't know other than them winning control. So there's just a lot of things out there. We have to be careful not to get sucked into conspiracy theories. But I've been watching quite a few videos and reading news. Usually I don't read news, but with this virus, I have started to read more news. And I've started to watch more videos. It's scary. It's really scary. But, you know, one thing we can know is the coronavirus did not take God by surprise. God already knew it would happen ahead of time. God also knows what is ahead. You know, as a recovering control freak, I like to control everything too. And it comes from my background of child abuse and domestic violence in my, my marriages. I don't like to have the unknown facing me. That I think that is what is the scariest part about this. There's still a lot of unknowns about the coronavirus that it acts different from other viruses. It acts in ways that doctors and researchers and scientists are not familiar with. They're still learning about it. But the thing is this, we don't need to be in control. We don't know what is ahead. And it's actually best we don't know what is ahead because if we did, we would probably screw it up. One thing that we can take comfort in is that God does know. He's the author and finisher of our faith. He is God. He is sovereign. He's omnipresent. He's omnipotent. He is just, he's everywhere. He knows everything. He sees the future. He's beyond time. And the Bible tells us in Jeremiah 29, 11, For I know the plans I have for you, plans for good, not for harm. So even though this coronavirus and the shelter in place has been scary, God already knows about all of it. God is still on the throne and God is in control. God has good plans for you and me. In fact, the best is ahead. Now, when I googled that scripture real quick, it was when Jesus turned the water into wine at the wedding. So let me Google that. Sorry about that little pause. And this scripture where Jesus turned the, the water into wine. His mother had come to him and said, they have, they have run out of wine. And this is found in John 2, 1 through 11. Hang on just a second. My laptop's being a little bit slow. Should have done this before I got on here. Anyway, this was a wedding that took place at Cana in Galilee. It's found in John chapter 2. And Jesus and his disciples, his mom, had been invited to the wedding. And when the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. And Jesus said, Why are you involving me? My hour has not yet 
time. My hour has not yet come. And Jesus' mother said to the servants, do whatever he tells you. So nearby there were six stone water jars used for ceremonial washing, and each one held 20 to 30 gallons. Jesus said to the servants, fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. And then he told them to take some out and take it to the master banquet. And when they did that, the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned to wine, and the servants knew where the water had been drawn from. And he called the bridegroom aside, saying, Everyone brings out the choice wine first, and then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink. But you have saved the best till now, the best till last. And that is what God is going to do for you and me. He is saving the best for last. We may not know what is going on. We may not understand what is happening. It, it's all scary. The shelter in place has been scary too. And some of the governors are not yet releasing the people. They're still keeping the people sheltered in place. In my opinion, some of them are not doing it just for safety reasons. They are trying to control the people. And this is wrong and evil. And people are beginning to riot and protest. Americans are not going to stand for staying in their houses long term. They're not going to stay in their houses forever. And we're already seeing people with guns and protests in Michigan and California and other places. They don't need to be, keep the people trapped in their houses. People, you, yes, you need to make sure people are safe and, and those who have compromised immune systems and the elderly protected from this virus, but this is going beyond safety. My podcast might actually be censored for saying this, but it's going beyond safety. When they are telling people to stay in their homes, but they are keeping abortion clinics open and letting people buy lottery tickets, this is wrong. This is evil and it's not about safety. So people are protesting, but God is in control of even that. He is in control. I had a friend recently, she and her husband are ministers, and they made a trip down to Argentina, and when they got down there, they went under lockdown because of the coronavirus and ordered people to shelter in place. They would not even let people go out for a walk. And so my friend, who actually has a background in counseling, began to get very depressed and very anxious, just highly anxious, because she was trapped in this little place where they were and they couldn't get out. She couldn't even go out for a walk in the sunshine. And she told me what was happening and me and some other friends prayed for her. They had already tried to get on a plane to get back to their home in Canada, but they were not able to do so because the prices were dramatically raised to get on those planes going out. But God intervened in that situation, and she and her husband did get on the plane, and they are now back home in Canada. That was a really scary time for her, and I understand why she would feel so anxious being trapped in her home like that. I was feeling the anxiety, too, that high anxiety during the shelter in place. I just wanted to get out of the house and go see my kids and grandkids. I just wanted to get out in the get out of the house and go do something fun. So it is scary, 
But the good thing is God is still king. He is still in control. And he is greater than all of this. He is more powerful than coronavirus. I believe coronavirus is demonic. I believe it is a weapon that Satan has used to try to keep people trapped in their homes and keep people from going out and sharing the gospel with others. I believe part of his plan is to break the economy of the U.S. I believe there are political leaders and other people that are trying to cause the U.S. economy to crash, possibly to keep President Trump from winning again. But I believe he is going to win, and we need to pray. We need to pray for President Trump, Mike Pence, and all of our leaders for wisdom from above, for discernment, and we need to pray against any evil agendas in the name of Jesus to control the masses. We also need to keep praying for this virus. I believe it is real and it is demonic, but I believe it is being used for evil agendas. One encouraging scripture is Psalm 22:8 ESV that says, For kingship belongs to the Lord, and he rules over the nations. And another is Isaiah 14:24 ESV, The Lord of hosts has sworn, As I have planned, so shall it be, and as I have purpose, so shall it stand. God's purposes, his plans, shall prevail. As I shared recently on my friend Doreen Penner's Zoom meeting, coronavirus cannot stop the plan of God on your life. It cannot stop your spiritual gifts from being used. God is in control. And no matter what is going to happen in the future, whether the, the virus vaccine is going to, they're going to try to enforce them on, on people, whether it will be connected somehow with identifiers and tracers and trackers and even the mark maybe eventually. No matter what is happening, no matter what political leaders are planning for evil, no matter what Satan is plotting against God's people, God's will, God's purpose shall prevail. What is ahead? We don't know. The unknown is what scares us, just like the coronavirus. There's not a lot known about it. That's what makes it so scary. And so many people have gotten sick and died from it. But God is still is in control. He can use even this evil virus for, her, for his purpose and his glory. I do believe that God wants us to pray to pray the virus is eradicated, to pray for wisdom for researchers and scientists, to pray for wisdom for our leaders to lead the nation and the nations across the globe. So I just want to encourage you today that even though bad things happen, such as the disciples being tortured after Jesus was crucified, that must have been a very scary time for them too. Even though there's scary things happening all around us right now, earthquakes and hurricanes and sinkholes and tsunamis, tornadoes, all these destructive things happening, Jesus warned us these things would happen. I want to Google that real quick. Hold on. Jesus told his disciples that it would these things would happen. before his coming. 
Okay, here's some. Luke 2111, and there will be great earthquakes, and in various places, plagues and famines, and there will be tears and great signs from heaven. Jesus said these things were going to happen, but we can trust in him. We don't have to be afraid. These are all the, I believe these are all the birth pangs that Jesus talked about before his coming. It said, he said there would be this shaking upon the earth and birth pangs just the beginning of sorrows. The one thing we can know, though, is that God is in control, and he has a good plan for your life and mine, and this is an opportune time for us to share the good news about Jesus Christ, to share our story, to share our testimony, what Jesus has done for us in our lives, and to give others that hope and faith. Yes, I have struggled with anxiety and depression during this time, but one thing is, I have kept my faith in Jesus Christ. I keep looking up at Jesus, and I keep my trust in him. No matter what is happening, no matter what other people, even family members are doing, I am going to keep my trust in him, and I'm going to continue to pray for my family and others to have strong faith in him and for God's Holy Spirit to woo them to him, for us to stay close to him under the shadow of his wings, as Psalms 91 says. I hope this encourages you today to know that you know, whatever is ahead, God is with us and he loves us and he has good things for us. Be blessed and have a beautiful day and I will talk to you later.